Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Mind Podcast 117.0, your weekly source for news, views, and analysis. This is Adit Kapadia, and together with me is Pramod Kumar Paravalli. How are you doing, Pramod? Good, thank you. Suranda is on a much-needed Mother's Day break today. So the mother on the podcast is uh, uh, balling out on uh, and having a good weekend. So we decided that she deserves a break. She deserves a break, yes. But for all, all, for all you moms listening um, and the ones not listening, a happy Mother's Day. All the all the all the sons and daughters listening, go and wish your moms a happy Mother's Day and give them a tight hug. They for all that they do have done through their life and all that they will do in your life, it's uh, they deserve a hug. And for us in in the culture in our in civilization, every day is a Mother's Day. Absolutely, the paramount uh, status that mother has been given for generations and eons. Mm. Cannot be even sometimes I feel f- sad as a father that you know you don't have that kind of equivalent to the father even though the father might be equally responsible and responsible you know mm-hmm. uh, but then but then the you know the the thing about being a woman is that <coughs> at least in today's generation that by the time they have uh, they would have worked hard earned a couple of degrees. But then the biological clock uh, kicks in, they have to get married, you know, it's just the inevitable part of the the system of nature that we live in and then they have to, uh, you know... I mean, they don't have course, to, but in a lot of cultures... Uh, most of not. them, before, I, what I'm talking is, I'm, I'm borrowing from what Indra Nui said one, once famously, that by the time they're mm-hmm. ready to begin their career, they have the responsibility uh, of getting married or it's kind of like, you know, it's not just pressure, but it's, it's probably... A sort of uh, a, a inevitable that cannot be, you know, postponed forever, you know. And then um, the uh, the thing with kids, kids are a blessing. But I always empathize with women much more than men. I'm an ultra feminist when it comes to mm. that because the and I hire most of my employees are women um, because the, the they, it's not fair to them. Mm. You know, they have to go through mm. so many. I mean, uh, the, the the parity at which they should be treated, they, they don't get that kind of equal opportunity. Mm. Um, so, all credit to any woman that has uh, transcended so many hardships in their lives to achieve uh, their own goals and happiness. Uh, so, great Mother's Day wishes and, to everybody. Uh, normally, we at Mind Podcast, we stay away from cliches, but I'm going to quote a cliche, the hand that rocks the cradle yeah, rules the world. Absolutely. So, with that, let's get started. What a newsy week it was. Yeah, so uh, many events. Uh, um, Trump became the reality star of Apprentice again and fired James Comey or terminated James Comey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for people who did not uh, understand, rewind it 10 seconds and listen to Pramod doing a fantastic impression of whom I'll, t- I'll, wait, to t- 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 I'll wait for you guys to take a guess. Anyways, then um, there was a very tragic killing of uh, Lieutenant Omar Fayaz in Kashmir. Uh, he was uh, martyred. Well, I mean, he was abducted and killed. Abducted and killed. The, the reason why he was he was a martyr because he was fighting. I mean, he was abducted and killed. Yeah. The, the re- I deliberately used the term martyr. 
but yeah it was sad he was attending a relative's wedding right and he was he was only 22 a very bright scholar uh, out of the nda i think right very recently uh, had uh, been inducted into the rashtriya rifles i think he was yeah and and he was in uh, uh, he was posted in akhnoor yeah. uh, he was uh, he taken the first leave he took because he had to attend a cousin's wedding in june 25th or may 25th i forget may 25th he was supposed to go back to akhnoor and get him get it posted but as he was in the wedding uh, he was abducted and he was killed I and mean, he was a role model for the kashmiri youth yeah. this is the kind of uh, this is the role model of kashmiri youth not burhanwani and not the other girl who was in the football team and who was you know this famous picture of her uh, hurling stones apparently she was forced to hurl stones or whatever that whatever. status was she mm-hmm. ended up crying and apologizing to the chief minister it's it's a very sort of a surreal moment when you have two sides of the same uh, population one which is being forced to pelt stones the other which is being uh, you know deprived of uh, whatever uh, opportunities they they have the limited opportunities they have to prosper and and uh, survive and put food on the table kashmir is a very again i I've, i've talked about it many many times that it Especially is un- last week. unfinished unfinished uh, business of the partition of india um, one which should have been addressed more diligently by the powers to be kashmir mm. bengal punjab all of these areas which for uh, partition one day one year one uh, uh, decade at a time uh, all have had populations which uh, Mm. were not exchanged properly uh, properties that were not distributed properly it was a very hasty and it continues to be uh, eating away at uh, pakistan and india i don't think i see a, foresee a peaceful solution in the near end it will be one war after the other pakistan trying to bleed india india trying to split pakistan this is always going to be one one uh, up um, one upmanship uh, sort of a game and this uh, thing with china is also very alarming because china is now trying to seek out and build its infrastructure in uh, areas mm-hmm. which is far beyond where china has operated you know it mm. now it has a train running from the eastern provinces of uh, china all the way to paris you know it has mm-hmm. one of the uh, mm. largest infrastructure projects so uh, a um, this chinese one belt one road project which india has refused to participate in this kind of in this whole uh, conference that is happening in china Uh, which the other countries are participating is is uh, a sign of defiance that china cannot take uh, india for granted you know no matter what the other countries uh, say and so called projection of the 2 trillion dollars cash that is piled uh, that it is sitting on the reserves uh, china still has to understand that uh, to try to um, affect india in a indirect sort of way by building this uh, cpec corridor in pakistan mm. is not uh, the same as trying to make economic develop you know probably fund yeah in economic investments into africa mm. or central asia because pakistan uh, it is not being construed as such by powers to be in india and vietnam uh, and hence you know this quick trip uh, that modi made to sri lanka and we're going to talk about that in the last segment but i mean uh, and then this but i want to just come back to marfayas for one little bit do you think this is do you think this after this the re- response of the army is going to get even like hardened like do you think they were ex- exercising too much restraint in the last today time? pakistan declared that hafiz saeed has been using jihad as an instrument of uh, terror against all the, all the world so it's like what kind of country uh, admits that uh, person that it supported nurtured and 
a festered trouble using his resources is now out of control and who spouted venom against india in open rallies from lahore and what is this statement uh, mean at this point in time so is it signaling to the world that come help us out or is it signaling to the world that we will admit because everybody is asking us to admit but we won't do anything after it ye kya ye क्या बोलते हैं उसको आदित क्रिकेट टर्म में गुगली है वट कैंड गुगली इज दिस डिक्लेयरिंग दैट हफीज सईद यू नो यस देर आर एलिमेंट्स दैट इन ट्रूथ रियली पाकिस्तान कैन नॉट कंट्रोल फॉर वॉट एवर रीजन बट दिस एडमिटेंस इज जस्ट वन वन स्टेप टू दिंग ऑफ पाकिस्तान एज अ स्टेट No, and not just that. You have Hafiz Sayed, you have Sayed Salahuddin of the JEM, right? Then you have the Hakanis, you have Dawood Ibrahim. वो तो मतलब कोई बात भी नहीं करता आज, but Dawood Ibrahim as well. Uh, so many people. And um, that and the Pakistan state probably needs. उनका तो provincial terrorism है भाई. हाँ. एक province में एक, एक province में एक, एक province में एक. हाँ. And uh, uh, what Pakistan is achieving at this point in time is that sympathy factor. That hey, you know. we were funded earlier when we said that we were taking care of the uh, remember that gazwa i mean the whole project the gazwa e hind was the creation of pakistan i i saw somebody comment on twitter that pakistan is in reality the soft face of isis you know this is what it was the pakistani army was using terror as and when they chose in you know they deployed some resources in afghanistan then they went on to kashmir now they are now saying to the world that look we are going to head you know this uh, pakistani army chief is now the head of the grand muslim army coalition that is apparently combating terror well and then the government comes back and says that th- we have a guy within our own boundaries that is fermenting terror so what is this i mean this is like a uh, civilizational game mm-hmm. that pakistan plays all the time it cries wolf when it needs resources and you know probably uh, china saudi arabia the united states mm-hmm. all of them say that okay baby you have 100 uh, <laughs> nuclear weapons i hope it doesn't fall under the hands of hafiz sayed hence you take this 10 billion dollars and go kill the the, the idiot you know and then hence these idiots are all sacrificed mm-hmm. that's how osama bin laden was ca- caught napping i refuse to believe that the pakistani establishment was unaware of osama bin laden hiding in abbottabad Right? How, how far was it? How far was it from the army it's, headquarters? It's just like a suburb. It's it's pretty much like Hyderabad so, and Sikandar. So either no? Pakistan admits that it was its army is so completely incompetent that they had no idea this guy was right next and to hence, the army headquarters. Hence, I, I I refuse to believe oh. this Chinese whole niceties that you know they are trying to fund infrastructure projects and try to make some money out of it. The, you know there are countries no, no. where China has invested <laughs> and has not gotten return. Venezuela is one example. Oh. There are some countries in Africa where there are. rate of return is 0% knowing fully well that a country that is just going to explode implode or whatever is going to happen yet the chinese want to build this uh, gargantuan road all the way from the and which is uh, interesting is the economic indicators under nawaz sharif in pakistan have improved slightly compared to what it was under ppp i think that's what I, reports i read but till they don't you know recognize the devil in the room which is jihadi terrorism they are i mean it's pointless right i mean no and that is the conundrum that is the problem of pakistan is that they have bitten more than they can chew they have assured the islamic world that they are the sword arm of islam mm. that they will carry the burden of having the 100 nuclear weapons on behalf of the islamic ummah mm. and hence they will not uh, they'll have to take that uh, small little wounds as it comes you know that is the burden 
that is the burden of carrying the cross on your uh, shoulder. And I'm not even so, go- I'm not even going into the problems they are having in Baluchistan. Yeah, Baluchistan, they have problems in Northwest Frontier Province, they have problems with the Indus Water Treaty, they are a dysfunctional economy, their pilots are sleeping on the airplanes. What kind of economy is still going to be sustained except the breaking India forces that okay, I, 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 I'm borrowing this from Rajiv Manohar uh-huh, and I'll tell you why. Hmm. It's because this, this uh, e- easiest denominator that China thinks that hmm. to control India, to tie down India, to um, you know, tire India, it will leverage Pakistani or whatever remnants of the Pakistani leadership uh, uh, is going to um, live and subsist, subsist on the breadcrumbs thrown by China. Mm. This is a wrong policy and India will show China the mirror in Vietnam, in Taiwan, in Japan, in South Korea, in Mongolia, wherever it is required will split China into 20 pieces if it is required, beginning with Tibet if this continues. China is not immune to all of this. The Communist Party, which is highly dysfunctional and it is disconnected mm. with the Chinese public mm. has to understand that friendship within India is, is in their best interest. I, I also have to talk about this and we'll talk for a quick couple of minutes in this about Kulbushan Jadav's uh, execution being stayed by the ICJ. So uh, let's talk about that. So a very interesting development happened last week in the last week that India um, approached the International Court of Justice and Harish Salve, senior lawyer who was the Solicitor General of India under Vajpayee government, right? I think he was um, he was arguing for, on behalf of the government of India, uh, who said that stayed basically Kulbushan Jadav's execution, and I think India got support from some interesting quarters. Iran also has supported India, right? If I'm yeah. not mistaken. So what to make of this? I know when we discussed Kulbushan Jadav about two or three podcasts ago, I would urge everyone to go back and play that. And Pramod made a very interesting thing that Pakistan has either already decided what's going to happen yeah. or has already executed Kulbushan Jadav. And what makes this very significant is now that it would be incumbent about Pakistan on telling where is Kulbushan Jadav, what has happened and what has gone on. Because they have maintained a very... Uh, I mean, uh, conspicuous silence on it. And uh, the the problem with Pakistan and uh, any global, uh, I would say, organization to have any uh, sort of penetrative eye into Pakistan is that they could even, uh, such is the dubious nature of Pakistani government that they could even have a look-alike shown from a distance and, uh, you know, passed off as Kulbushan. You know, this God. is... Yeah. Uh, what unfortunately we are facing today is Pakistan is akin to North Korea. It's, it's a closed state where the, the, the central establishment of the army and the uh, ISI mm. basically control every single arm of the government including the industry. Mm. Most of the industry is covered by uh, dubious investments coming in from ISI. Mm. You know, they, they have a, a black book, they have uh, investments routed through UAE and other countries which is which is legitimate, you know, mm. the, you know, most of the times intelligence agencies have a tendency to control uh, whatever uh, revenue generation happens to the government, right? But uh, this uh, stay is a, is a very good move because you still, whether uh, Kulbushan is alive or not, it still is incumbent on Pakistan to at least show some proof of the action that they are proposing to take or they have already taken. So you, you score one... Um, point over Pakistan mm. but unfortunately this is a person's life we are talking about I don't want to talk in those terms that you know you 
you've scored a diplomatic uh, coup um, i sincerely hope some efforts are being made in the back channels mm-hmm. to try to get him out and uh, and i mean i hope he's I, i hope for the sake of him and his family that kulbhushan jadhav is doing fine yeah many better. many have not been able to come out and uh, live to see tell the truth i remember sarabjit singh's story mm-hmm. i remember so many other stories uh, if you remember in the early 2000s also there used to be movies made about uh, these uh, prisoners prisoners trying to escape yes, from court lakhpat mm-hmm. jail in lahore mm-hmm. uh, and sorry state of uh, uh, india's response of trying to get its prisoners back and they they have a count they don't know where what happened to them and they just let it be mm-hmm. unlike any country and that that is where india has to develop that kind of unique response mechanism that is custom to your own country if an israeli if an american if a, a person of saudi arabian uh, nationality gets lost or gets uh, uh, you know uh, you know I, i would say stranded somewhere that country does whatever it takes to bring them back either mount a rescue operation or try to get the international community to pressure and bring that you know you, you see all of these uh, news reports that come from CN- on cnn mm. of some uh, christian missionary that is just about to be executed in north korea you know these guys are also both shane log in america you know they have this uncanny ability to send christian missionaries on a suicide mission <laughs> and, uh, and and to a to a purpose and the the uh, poor missionary is also list willing to play that part they Achha, all told no, north korea ka interesting hai now south korea got a new president president moon yeah and he was not as pro dc as the usual conservative south korean politicians are uh-huh. and he had actually made some statements also saying that um, it needs to you know get uh, not be as close to dc south korea and stuff like that do you see a reorientation because then he's made politically correct statements after the election that he's to going to talk to everyone and all well korea is a very unfortunate uh, landmass because it is only facing china in the north on other three other sides it has the sea oh. and on the other side is japan so there are only two countries that korea has ever had any relationship is mm. the chinese uh, earlier it was used to be called manchuria that part oh. of china and now uh, the sea of japan and that so korea has to do business with china and japan it cannot survive without that mm. how till how long will, will the united states continue to bankroll the south korean economy when its economy itself is not capable of doing mm. uh, trump has talked about uh, taxation increase of taxation to exports that are coming in from all countries yeah. blanket so samsung electronics which are the cheapest right now if you walk into a west buy or anything you still see a samsung, samsung. tv that is the cheapest right mm-hmm. so i actually have one in my house looking at the, it then <laughs> then again same goes with uh, your ship building same huh. goes with korean automakers daewoo hyundai huh. Huh. and uh, kia all of these are one of some of the cheapest motor vehicles in yeah, the united exactly. states huh. so uh, what this man uh, the, uh, this uh, president moon is trying to beckon is look I, we cannot forever stay close to china because you have to work to with china through north korea itself that's true and the state at which the south korean and north korean relationships have plummeted hmm. uh, has probably because of the junior kim that is uh, at uh, in power right now and in, in early years of junior kim hmm. 
his grandfather and even his father mended fences and allowed trade to happen there were cities right around the border mm. which had trade going between south and north korea where the populations used to come and exchange and actually work together and sell to china right 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 now all of that has uh, has stopped so there is See, North Korea is like Pakistan. It doesn't care. It will subsist somehow on China's uh, good graces. Okay, because one access, all all it needs is to make weapons and and uh, you know uh, find a ready buyer in uh, Iran and Pakistan, and also whatever remains of the population subsists on. cheap food that comes in from china or whatever right. it makes right mm-hmm. but south korea is in a big problem if something happens to um, uh, your uh, united states and the united states is not able to able to support you financially mm-hmm. you are closing your doors for, i mean japan doesn't uh, depend on exports at all they are they themselves are a competitor to south korean electronics mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so they are trying their best that now with this one belt one road um, whole economic structure that china is proposing South Korea wants to make a peace with uh, North Korea and this man is uh, not willing that No and and I have to say a very Trump. interesting thing um there was this mountain mount it starts with a g let me know gamagong or something that's the the sacred mountain ha the where the it, which is located in North Korea yeah. and uh, basically the Koreans the Koreans uh, uh, think that their ancestors came from the, i mean they they have some uh-huh. divine divine uh, so be, uh, i i forget the name but anyways the, the south koreans actually would go and visit to that place and in 2008 or 10 or something north Co- there was a tourist that was fired upon and basically the yeah. tourism stopped and the one actual revenue making thing that north korea had stopped so there are talks that in yeah. the future that might be revived too yeah yeah i think i i am all for the reunification of uh, korea i i don't I, think reunification well, will happen unless i, I, I said that in the early uh, 90s as well about vietnam look at how vietnam has come how far it has come mm, along mm. they have reunified and they have they are now one of the strongest performing economies in the southeast asia they uh, you know in, in fact on par with uh, indonesia they do business with china with india with japan with the united states they are a sovereign nation at about 10 crore population mm-hmm. same goes with the korean peninsula if both the koreas unite it, the population chunk itself will have enough leverage to tra- do trade with vietnam with uh, trade with uh, mm. philippines indonesia india mm-hmm. japan china and russia so not to be de- dependent on anything and everything with uh, because of the united states united states has about 40 to 45000 troops that are uh, protecting south korea mm. right but this whole thing about communism non communism they probably converted united states has already con- invested in conversion uh, industry on south korea and converted about 30% of their population <laughs> this is all this uh, country does you know uh, united states should contra- uh, concentrate on innovations on r&d on healthcare and all of these things that these guys are capable of mm. they are unfortunately producing the most idiotic missionaries in the world they go there they mess up they go down trekking to north korea naturally nobody likes christian missionaries who who Africa korean culture korean ha korean culture is 2000 3000 i mean almost 2500 years old one of the indians a princess was married into the korean uh, oh, really? uh, yeah princess of ayodhya of i did not know yeah, yeah. yeah and they have a huge reverence for ayodhya in their uh, uh, royal um, uh, ancestry you know mm-hmm. so 
that cultural whole thing when you disrupt and you make them a sort of a dumb population you know koreans are extremely smart people mm-hmm. they should decide for themselves whether they need this mediation from china or the united states who will continue to play football with them mm. they should themselves look at um, uh, vietnam as an example <laughs> look at india as an example look at uh, so many other countries china itself as an example of how they have unified uh, you know there used to be three big powerful right. kingdoms are that came together oh. to to be the china of today yeah, the hunan and the yeah and so what i i would see it, yeah. with uh, south korea happening is that these people uh, these uh, pragmatic politicians who would probably be better off again this junior king is a very sort of a uh, strange and uh, weird sort of uh, vibes that come around with him he he shoots missiles everywhere he's just is like you know he's a kid with a toy you know ma'am i mommy i will just show you the biggest toy that i have got you know he has to come down to his senses his grandfather was a very sensible man mm-hmm. so uh, you know and fought uh, the korean war successfully and was president for a long long time mm-hmm. and his father also for whatever reason chose the pragmatic approach is he has to come down to his senses it's a small country he it cannot to. continue to produce nuclear weapons like this 20 20 30 doesn't need no, that many no absolutely not china will cut down on uh, its support if uh, mm-hmm. it pos- uh, north korea poses a threat to chinese sovereignty mm-hmm. so long story short i i hope and wish really good luck to korea there are magnificent people and under a under a trump administration that change in korean policy probably could happen even quicker because i don't know what america stands towards korea is anymore well america is i don't know what it stands for any on anything anymore it's mm. firing its own deep state uh, chief tomorrow <laughs> they'll file somebody uh, fire somebody else the treasury department will be fired this man i think is taking again he is another version of that uh, yeah, king jong kim jong un and that guy <laughs> fires and kills and cap- decapitates people this man is just terminating people uh, and he is uh, you know he, his credibility is such an all time low and this is taking a toll on even people like us doing business because i used to revel in the in the fact that as an american business here although run by an indian you still have that flexibility in the environment in which you can operate that is devoid of any political contact but today because of these uh, insensitive decisions that he is making nobody knows what the taxation policy is going to look like i am inclined and many indian americans are inclined and we have invested hundreds and hundreds i would i, I would say count into millions of dollars into this economy we will be forced to withdraw our investments and if this guy doesn't come around i, I guess uh, somebody else will have to take over that's a scary thought that's a scary thought more about trump in the next segment before we get to our uh, next topic um, i do want to say that this is mindmakers production this mind podcast is brought to you by the mindmakers team this uh, podcast is produced and edited by adit kapadia with the help of our team in india the panelists for the um, podcast are adit kapadia pramod kumar buravalli and sunanda vashisht which is me so mr trump fired james comey the fbi director yeah. and you know i have to say i i mean i hate to bring tv references but there is a show called homeland which i absolutely love and it's a extremely political show 
and uh, you know, some would may argue it's a little right of center also. They came up with this line uh, where Kerry wants to go to Pakistan. The the CIA chief is like, why do you want to go to Pakistan? It's not even a country. It's a uh, and the, for want of a water, it's an FN acronym. That's what they used. So uh, that's what it was memorable for. In two, because the, a lot two years ago, the season was set in Pakistan about this thing. Anyways, they had this last scene of the show where they had this uh, Hillary Clinton type uh, figure who was independent and detested the deep state, but detested the deep state. So it was a mixture. And they wrote this before all of this even happened because they filmed it while the election results were coming. Um, and in the last scene of the episode, which probably could have changed once Trump got elected because they said that they rewrote parts of the episodes, a lot of the, and I'm throwing out a spoiler here, but never mind, a lot of the deep state officials, after being assured that nothing would happen, get arrested or fired or something, and one of her advisors who has told everyone that nothing like this would happen is banging on the door and the White House, the president is just sitting with her hands folded and not even listening to that. Now, I'm not saying that that is what's happening here. I don't think Trump is going that ballistic, but to some extent, this firing and stuff is a little crazy. No, I, I was talking to a policy wonk last a week and uh, we were just talking about um, this war between Trump and uh, the deep state and he was of the belief, this was again as of last week, that uh, the deep state has co-opted uh, Trump, mm. you know, that they, uh, Trump has realized that he cannot uh, do business in Washington DC without the support of the deep state, hence the, the so-called tussle with uh, the deep state um, uh, then they had the problem with, uh, you know, your Jared Kushner mm. and Ivanka Trump. All of that completely uh, was put out of, uh, the fires were put out and everybody seemed uh, to be singing Kumbaya. You know, it was just uh, such a happy <laughs> I, I can assure it was not Kumbaya. <laughs> and uh, no, and then, and then I called him up the other night and I was asking him what he th thought of, uh, because oh. James Comey was uh, doing this, these hearings and... Uh, uh, and once the, the hearing started, uh, the administration started churning out press releases and, uh, you know, Sean Spicer came out very uh, awkwardly suggesting that, uh, uh, you know, this hearing is to indict not uh, uh, the Republican Party officials, but it is to somehow make James Comey say that there was some collusion between the, uh, the Trump administration and um, that uh, whole uh, episode of uh, Trump getting support from Russia mm. uh, to the fore and look what has happened you know he was just going on he was saying that the investigative investigations are on and Trump uh, got scared you know Trump just said that this guy is a you know he's, he's not controllable mm. when did he start assuming that FBI, CIA, NSA are in his control they are never in his control. No, this guy got scared or whatever happened to Trump. He completely uh, lost his cool and fired him. And now he has so many uh, things to... I mean, for all I know, James Comey would have continued to ward off all of these questioning from any, so any N number of this thing by stating that the investigations are going on. Nothing has been concluded. You know, there are no direct, uh, there is no direct evidence. That is what he was, he kept saying that there is no direct evidence that in somebody from the Trump campaign was in direct contact with the knowledge of Donald mm. Trump himself mm. and approached uh, ex-FSB officers or mm. uh, Putin himself to try to bail them out in this election. There is no evidence at this point. And all mm. of this is, 
is being conjecture. Uh, conjectures. Yeah, hmm. they are all trying to add two and two, and the liberals are somehow trying to pin no, this. No, no. Ho kya? Hota kya hai? Because of the firing of the national security. Ha, or kabi kabi hota kya? Do joke le liya comedy shows se, and I mean comedians are entitled to the liberty, and they will push it a little bit, or and and add it to your conspiracy theories. But, 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 what is happening today? is that russia has become hyperactive mm. you know what the american deep state fears is that the the control that the the american administrations not the president you know but the american administration has had over world politics for the past 25 years has just crumbled in one election campaign mm. now they cannot blame uh, russia Uh, having meddled in about, I think uh, there was a congressional hearing in which a Republican basically blurted out that America has meddled in 88 democratic uh, election processes. Unbelievable. And when we hear the communist in India cry that, oh, you know, the CIA supports the BJP, CIA supports the Congress, or Aam Aadmi Party, and all of that, I'm like, yeah, that is what KGB and CIA have been doing forever. or for that matter british intelligence has been doing in the past or for that matter the french intelligence has been the changing and aiding of an administration that is conducive to your ideology has been happening for generations what is new in that hmm. i would be surprised if rod doesn't get involved in sri lankan elections <laughs> i would be surprised if rod doesn't protect sheikh hasina or isi does not protect the government of qatar hmm. all of this happens all the time it is just coming out so much in the open hmm. because trump has really not refused to believe that he is not in control I, I was going to make this a... old fart uh-huh. unfortunately cannot come out of the reality world that he created for himself no he no no, just no, no. i don't think he created for himself others no, 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 created no, for him yeah yeah and he believed that he was the uh, knight in shining armor america or pax uh, americana hmm. dictates the world terms only when the pre- president comes to his senses whoever it is hmm. and then says okay i am just a figurehead i will just go and shake hands you do what you you got to do you stream your aircraft carriers into the sea of japan hmm. you do whatever um, acquisitions that are required you have unlimited budgets i don't say anything to it but trump is refusing to bow down and what this is going to happen and what last unfortunately i have to bring this up the last time a president stood up to the deep state they had an, a president who got, was assassinated so this is really dangerous stuff that is happening i, right I don't now. know if i'm going to go that far but the problem is for somebody why not adit who who killed jfk okay we have another podcast right. on this <laughs> let's not let's not start into theories on that i i am not saying suggesting anything that at this point in time is irrelevant to this world but no no by, but i have by, to say for a president who was so ostensibly <clears throat> pro security forces pro military stuff for him to lose sight of everything and i mean go yeah, on for such all a i know after those congressional hearings they he would have come out okay because I don't think Donald Trump is that intelligent to approach Putin and say that you you do No it is not out. it is not the fact that he f- um, he fired uh, XYZ and replaced that bothers me as much as the fact that because he's presumptuous of something that may happen he's just going all out ballistic that, that is that is what I'm saying he brought his reality TV into White House and he I, thinks that he can hire and fire these people 
James Comey will be replaced by hundreds of James Comeys. The system that J. Edgar Hoover set up in the mm. FBI is a self-replicating uh, a drone. You know, you kill one, hundreds will, will come out. So, this guy does not understand the deep state or he thinks he is out to clean the deep state. No, I, I don't I think don't, he understands it. I don't know. You, I mean, you cannot clean such a... I mean, it's not about cleaning or something also. There is a well-established uh, norm. I mean, you can... Uh, see, uh, let's talk about... No, I'll give you an example. And uh, it's not related or something. But uh, let's let's see what, what happened. You know, a lot of people say that India should get rid of bureaucracy and stuff like that. I'm not saying the bureaucracy is comparable to deep state. But eventually, when Mr. Modi took power, he has realized that you cannot completely get rid of it. Good you point. have to work with it. Good point. And that is the realization that any sensible, right in the middle, pragmatic politician who comes to power, understands the levers of power, knows. And you met Anupam Ray. Those are the powers who are the deep state of India. They are the ones who have done so much service, very un unbeknownst to the mm. Indian public. Unfortunately, India does not believe in marketing, right? Mm. They don't market our successes. Mm. We don't know what successes our mm. deep state mm. has had. Mm. There was always a deep state. From the time of Jawaharlal Nehru till today, there mm. is always that state embedded within foreign affairs, <laughs> embedded within academics. Unfortunately, that academics took a left turn. I mm. agree with that. But there have always been rightest elements in the civil service, in the police, in the military, which have always held forth, no matter how bad the... No, in the national security establishment, there was a certain uh, convergence of views. You know, some even would may argue that the American deep state is deeper than the Indian deep state. So if you try to, uh, say, push it down, the repel effect from the American deep state is going to be even stronger than it yes. is from Indian deep but, state. But Indian democracy is a baby. It's 70 years old. America has 224 or 240 years of experience. And you can't deny the fact that any politician who does Narendra Modi will unfortunately come back and say after three years that don't politicize every issue. Imagine the irony of this whole thing. He is the one who politicized everything. Today, Narendra Modi is saying that don't politicize everything. So this is the turn. No, but happens. no, no, no. But pragmatic politicians always say that. So, as did Indira Gandhi saying, "Wo kehte hai, hatao, Indira hatao, kehte hai, hatao. No, no, but but you have to understand that the system of governance and this maximum government, minimum governance, or minimum government, you know, all, all of that are all okay, quotations I, and taglines. Now, now that tag you've said it, uh, this is a pet view. I, I mean, the, the, to assume that, and I kind of bought into that too, that it would be a maximum uh, governance and minimum government. This government is not minimum government. It is not. It is it as is. maximum as you can get. It, 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 its government has become a gargantuan government, huh. much bigger. Huh. Their investments into Manrega are much more than the Congress government. They have gone completely left of center. Mm. So this, this is what happens is you cannot come out of a... This is a process. Again, I, I, I admire Narendra Modi. He is trying to tinker and make certain changes that will propel India to really become a market-centered economy eventually. Mm. But not right away. Not, right. not during his term. Mm. Maybe uh, two terms, three terms, you'll start to see the beginning of it you know you'll see all of these scholarships that are coming up new universities that are getting set up the new energy look at the disastrous ministries that they have only three performing ministries after three years of narendra modi you got power that is performing extremely well you got uh, mr uh, nitin gadkari who's doing superb job mm. suresh prabhu mm. tell me any other ministry no, external affairs also external affairs 
you know he said but it's directly being controlled by pmo <laughs> right and she and she has done a great job no question about in it in fact but, the, but 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 considering the home ministry which i considered it was an asset had a lot of setbacks independently right? independently i'm saying oh, that God. you say that look main aapko ye ministry de raha hu ye main aapko full freedom de raha hu and he has given freedom to everybody but who has performed 3 years you can't have an excuse that we are new so again every man is a uh amalgamation of experience and as they go along as they get more experience modi you have to give credit to the man that the disastrous pre 2014 india that we were living in and the 2017 we are living today where indian can indians can proudly go to sri lanka and say that look we we are your elder brother we have had some misunderstandings mm. but now we have to resolve and move forward as brothers ha so we do a quick two minute discussion and then our recommendations on it So Narendra Modi was in uh, Sri Lanka to celebrate, attend the celebrations of International Vesak Day. I think is, is that what it's called? Um, it's a Buddhist event and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, uh, he was met with uh, he met with um, uh, President Sri Sena, and then Sri Sena, Sri Sena, and then he even addressed a rally um, in uh, there. And I mean, my God, I thought that he was. Uh, 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 he could probably win an election in Sri Lanka. The way the rally was attended, it was spectacular. And President Sri Sena was, you know, all very uh, praising. And mentioned the name of Muttaya Murli Taran. Huh. Who, uh, yeah, so very good man. Huh, very good man. Um, fine spinner from sri lanka um, um, but and stuff and it was very interesting um, the kind of outreach there was uh, especially considering sri lanka's president ranil wickremasinghe was about to attend the uh, this one belt one road conference that pramod mentioned in the beginning of the podcast yeah. and you know, we said that we would continue that um, mahinda rajapaksa especially he was um, completely pro china in his final days as sri lankan president yeah. and he even threatened to have a black flag boycott because india was allotted those uh, power plants in trincomalee or something yeah. right <clears throat> 99 so you have this uh, sri lankan government taking a sensibly pro india turn but india can't say that it is completely out of china's so to speak arms because sri lanka does need china to some extent and they are right now playing both sides equally probably a little more towards india because of the cultural influence and stuff but india has blundered especially under the manmohan singh government in not reaching out to sri lanka as much as they should have uh, again the deep state took over i'll tell you how mm. sri lanka bangladesh nepal relationships are actually even narendra modi cannot control <clears throat> they are deep assets that india has planted the over the past 60 to 70 years that have always sought to make sure that such issues of uh, uh, trying to be anti india does not happen not mm. particularly control elections mm. but um, at least to make sure that somebody who is rabidly anti india does not uh, that's where they lost that uh, you know uh, uh, control in the late 70s mm. and then they only have recently uh, beginning to re- recontrol uh, mm. or regain that kind of uh, say and control in uh, sri lanka uh, the indian deep state um today i think what i can safely say that this rising stature of india economically politically and in any so many different ways as a soft power mm. cannot be ignored by anybody you know mm. this power is emanating it is glowing and uh, um, if 
Sri Lanka really has any economic needs, it it's not really a big deal for India to take care of uh, you know line of credit, uh, mm. build. Uh, but India, India needs it more for the security for yeah. the security front as well. And uh, I think things have come for a full circle from yeah. India from the good days of 80s to Correct. the bad days of 80s to Correct. the terrible 2000s and now this. Correct. So. We have to see what happens. And, uh, but uh, Ramendra Rajapaksa is completely si- sidelined. And Daniel Vikramasinghe and Sirisena both are quite pro-India. Well, that's what happens. You know, all of these guys mm. have their uh, kundali in the hands of Ra. Mm. You know, Ra, if they ripe... No, no. You, you are forgetting. They have a raw kundali and they have a ripe, ripe kundali. kundali. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the raw kundali. <laughs> raw kundali is the deciding factor. Yeah. So... Uh, Gotbaya Rajabaksha, the brother of, uh, uh, you know, will have to answer several questions to Mahindra Rajapaksha first before Mr. Pak- Rajapaksha knows which paksha to take. Which you paksha know? to take. So, uh, but, but more seriously, uh, any attempt by China to try to encircle India by, you know, mm. building silly ports and infrastructure is just mm. null and void. You know, what is a port? So, you know, send a Sukhoi squadron and that port will be gone. <laughs> you know, this is just silly on China. That's why I come back full circle on that conversation mm-hmm. is, you know, China sees India as a threat, as a competitor. Mm. It does not, the population of China is really very, I met into, we are, remember we are doing this Indic book club mm-hmm. in partnership mm-hmm. with Swarajya, right? So, we are, uh, we are, we are uh, doing, you know, a lo- lot of these events all across the United States where Mindmakers is covering a lot of events. And... Um, I ran into a, a, a China, uh, somebody Hindi, Chini, Bai Bai sort of a person, but uh, I sat with him and was, had a very hearty discussion because he, he was an expert really, you know, mm. he knew what the population, he had travelled exp- extensively within, into China. The population, the Buddhist population in general of China is very warm towards India. Oh. It is only elements of the Chinese Communist Party that is somehow still has a rule, uh, continues to be living on the vestiges of Mao. Oh. You know, and in a generation, in about 15 to 20 collapse. years, that will collapse. And that's when you see the real friendship blossoming between China, Japan and India. That is the Asian century. O- on a lighter note, was he disappointed that Sitamaram Yechuri is no longer going to be in the No, he's not a communist. He no, no, I'm, actually, joking. Uh, I'm joking. He's actually a very... No, but many would argue that Sitamaram Yechuri is also not a communist. Uh, he only happens to be... <laughs> you only call him the, the best congressman in CPIM. You no, know, he's a calumnist. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Sitaram uh, is a you know a very awkwardly placed man in uh, the Communist Party. But uh, what, what I feel in, in the next few years that the academic left, both that is uh, controlled by the United States and China, will also somehow have to give in and try to find a middle ground. You know, most of the academicians thought that the invincibility of communism uh, will be their uh, you know. I would say that springboard hmm. into continued political influence and you see what's happening all across Europe, all across Asia, you've seen right-wing people come to power. Hmm. And look at what has happened in the United States. Are we forgot to mention, so Macron came to power in France. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, that's going to happen. And, and, and it was funny, I think Kejriwal tweeted that progressive liberal uh, something and I'm, I'm like, okay. Uh, we I, haven't I, even talked about that man. No, you saw that uh, allegations that his uh, fired minister, <laughs> Mr. Sh- Mishra? Kapil Mishra? No, we to completely forgot. No, Kapil, that's okay. It's uh, not relevant. Because uh, it's Kapil Mishra joke. gave uh, that. No, no, and, I, and then who's that chap? Uh, uh, I forget his name. The guy went in Delhi Vidhan Sabha and said uh, that this EVM is hacked and stuff. Aapka Paap Bahar. Sora Bharadwaj or someone. Aapka Paap Bahar. 
<laughs> you know whatever they try to do they are gone they are completely um, but my recommendation for this week is to try to search for indic book club on facebook and um, you know follow them and see the activities that we are now partnering with um, indic book club we are, we are I mean, I'm, I've been an avid book reader. If you see my photo also, I, I have thick glasses. So, <laughs> I, I'm a bookworm. And that I would like our because of your computer background. Listeners, no, both, no. Both. <laughs> listeners to start reading up Indic content, start, uh, you know, getting back to their roots on so much of literature that is out there. And uh, that is a humble effort on my side. And uh, Adit and Sunandaji, we're all doing this uh, to promote Indic literature, Indic arts. We did one in New York with... Uh, and uh, hmm. the book written on indic feminism hmm. so there are several different facets that we are trying to explore we really appreciate your support to mind makers uh, whatever we are doing we are doing it for our swadharma and i hope you all do that uh, same very interesting um, for uh, my my recommendations would be a, 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 a couple of recommendations actually um, first of them would be um, watching this uh, if if how do I say? There was an old TV show uh, by Jaspal Bhatti called Flop Show. Huh, I, I saw that. Huh. Yeah, I used to it see that. is absolutely hilarious. And you you know, it is so relevant even today. Yeah. Like uh, about, uh, uh, about something. And then there is this other, uh, I forget this other clip from another show that Jaspal Bhatti did. I, I would like to say what it was. It was about this guy who comes for an interview. And uh, he's an MD of a company. And he's like, a ki photo lai apni. So, and he's like, nahi, nahi la. So, like then you job nahi milegi. Aise do logo. And then uh, somebody gives a bachpan ki photo. So, he's like, this is resident Jyotishi. He looks at the bachpan ki And they're like, nahi, aap nahi Then his boss is like, why did you do this? Then he says, mommy ji ne bola ki aapka ka jo ka beta tha, Pinku, usko job we are matching the bachpan ki tasveer with that so we can hire Pinku. That, I mean, that is probably the best skit on sycophancy in Indian public life yeah. I have ever seen. Yeah, I so, used to enjoy it. Totally. I mean, he is such a good man. I mean, it's so tragic that he's passed away. Yeah. Uh, and that was an accident. He yeah. passed away. He was uh, he was making a movie called The Power Cut or something. Yeah. Uh, around 2014, couple yeah. two three years ago, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Very recent. Hmm. So very tragic. And then uh, I don't know, Pramod, if you recall, but uh, two days from now, about three years ago, Modi ji was elected to power. 16th May yeah. 2014. Yeah. We I think next podcast we should do Modi at 3.0. I think we should, we should. And we, we we'll try to get yeah. expert opinions yeah. and yeah. others. I mean, it will be one segment. We'll definitely cover uh, news. Uh, Mr. Kejriwal will ensure that if there are no news, he'll come up with a new conspiracy theory. But uh, watch this. Watch, watch what Pramod said. Watch what I recommended and tell us what you think. Till then, it's a wrap from Aditya and Pramod. We'll be back next week.